Would our illustrious guest care to introduce herself? Oh my god. On the mic. <laughs> Is it already starting? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm Jenny Zhang. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I don't usually start so formally, and whenever I do, Brittany gets so mad. <laughs> it um, was really formal. How did you guys meet? Um, oh, can that be shared upon the podcast? Yeah, sure can. It definitely can, yeah. We in a writer's room. together, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. We wrote for a show that shall not be named. Mmm, interesting. Yeah, uh, it was my first... Rugrats, season 12. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? I said Rugrats, season 12. <laughs> <laughs> Did show... Okay, see, I don't know anything about TV writing except for the show that Brittany and I worked on together, mm-hmm. but like... Does Rugrats have a TV writer's room? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Rugrats? Oh, sure yeah. they what did. about, like, Warner Brothers I... cartoons? Sure oh, they did. What a good question. Like Bugs Bunny. I don't Bunny. know about Looney Tunes. I don't know about Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't... A cartoon? Hmm. Wow, that's interesting. But, like, Animaniacs know. and stuff, they definitely for sure. did. Really? Yeah, Animaniacs for sure did. Yeah. You can just tell by the and way And they're the coming back. Is. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard Maybe that. Maybe I did know that. I would say Rugrats probably had a writer's room. I think so. It was a very put-together show. Mm-hmm. Doug, for sure. Doug, absolutely. Hey yeah. Arnold, definitely. I would have loved to be in the room for Hey Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have liked Recess to be in the room for Recess. That I mi- that missed me. Mm. I was just two years too old for that show. Okay. Although I, liked, I never watched it. Never watched it? I liked mm. Spinelli. She had a queer vibe. Yep. Um, sure did. I feel like in cartoons, a queer vibe is just like a girl that's like a little mean. Wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> mean girl wearing hat. So is Angelica? No hat. You're right. But she's got her little pigtails. She does, but she's her, her whole storyline is like about her being obsessed with a boy, isn't it? No, no, Angelica, Angelica. Oh, she's sorry. The bigger, we went back. The, I was thinking of from Hey Arnold. We're talking about from Rugrats, the blonde. The three-year-old. The four-year-old. She's kind of a dom, right? (laughs) Well, (laughs) they all sort of are because they're children. I don't know. Chucky is not. Chucky. I don't know. I don't know, everybody. Do you remember that? He just was neurotic. He was neurotic. (laughs) (laughs) He's like almost anti-Semitic, like... Neurotic Chucky he Finster, was. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, now that I think about it, that's funny. Well, they were redheads. So it's kind of like pigeon that way. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you like television? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about television? Because you're, you're an author. I, I'm, a, I'm a writer, not. Not of television. Well, also of television now, Sometimes I guess. Of television. <laughs> I like television. Uh-huh. But the problem is, is I'm very uninformed about television. About television? Yeah, like just now I was getting really nervous because I didn't have that much to contribute. About, about rugrats? <laughs> I think I've only ever seen it like three times. Uh-huh. I just didn't grow up with a lot of. I didn't grow up with a television at times because mm-hmm. we shared a television growing up with another family and we traded off and we also Whoa. shared cable. Mm. So I would go through like one full year without any cable 
and then I'd have like three months of cable. Uh, so I wow. have my okay. my thing is like it's very spotty. Like yeah. I have whenever um like Cheryl Crow and like the woman who sang that song Bitch and like Meredith Brooks. Yes and Torn by Natalie, Natalie and Brulia. Th- that was like the three months when I had <laughs> cable. Well, that's three months. <laughs> A lot of hits that month. That yeah. Six, yeah. I think that was sixth grade. Let's see. So nine Mm, and like Paula Cole I Paula remember Cole. Paula Cole really well oh, I didn't know any of those songs until college <laughs> did you like Paula Cole? I don't I know who like, that is you would really like Paula Cole I she think sang Wait, what song where she have all the cowboys gone uh, the, <laughs> well, is, I still uh, don't know that song I don't think where have all the cowboys gone no. is that familiar? Yeah, what about, no. uh, what about uh, <laughs> I don't want to wait Oh, yeah. Is that also Oh, her? but I knew that. That was That's the from, Dawson uh, Creeks. That's from Dawson Creek. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't see the show, but I know the song. I know the reference. And she had armpit hair. That and was she like had a armpit significant hair. She was really cool. Okay. She had armpit hair. She was the first woman to be nominated for a production Grammy. And maybe she oh, won. Okay. I think she may have won. And I feel like she for was that song? older than all the other women and she who was were older. popular at the time. Mm. I don't know if it was for that song. I think it was for her whole album. Okay. And she's friends with Melora Hardin. Okay. Ooh. Tammy. Ooh. Damn. Right? No. Yeah, from Transparent. Yeah. Yes. 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 Correct. And, yes. 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 Uh, on the Office. And she was on the off. Jan. Yes. Incredibly <laughs> perfect Jan. Yes. <laughs> and was also in that weird, the that children's TV show. No, no, no. Uh, the the made for TV movie. <laughs> that's literally called. There's something queer in the library. What? Did I, I tell you about this? I think you did a while ago. Well, I remembered I had a, did you, does this ever happen to you? You had like a stroke of lightning. I shouldn't say like stroke and like point to my head. But like, <laughs> you have like a, a, rem- a memory all of a sudden yeah. of some media. And I remembered yeah. a book called There's Something Queer in the Library. And Whoa. I was like, what the hell was that this. about? I was like, what was that about? And I Googled it and I found that actually someone had made it into a TV movie. And wow. it was starring a very young, very queer looking Melora Hardin. That's so cool. And it's like erased from her. I mean, I'm sure it's in her IMDb or whatever, but I had never heard of it before. I love the title. It's really poetic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was about these two girls who tried to solve a mystery of someone was ripping pictures of dogs out of a, in a library book. Whoa. And so it's queer solve... in like the 18th century British sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Is it also queer in the 2018 so. sense? I mean, I don't think it. I, I don't know if it was a, a a sly title thing that the author did, maybe. Yeah. Because, you know, it was two girls having fun together <laughs> in the library. Very <laughs> uh, clear. Yeah. So I was thinking about that. But yeah, I'm not a big TV watcher, but mm-hmm. I do like the shows. I'm trying to watch more TV now. Do you both watch a lot of TV? Mm-hmm. Brittany does. I do. I don't really. I'm do you, bad. But also the people I know who watch a lot of TV, like when I watch TV, I just watch TV. I don't multitask. I don't do anything oh. else. I'm staring at an the actual television. TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard to find time to just do that. Right. And the people I know who watch a lot of TV, they're not like staring at the TV show the entire time. They're like watching to Yeah. I can't do that. Depends on what the show is, I think. But mostly I'm just watching it and then, like, responding to texts as they come in, I guess. 
Maybe, I have to pause to respond to texts. Mm-hmm. I don't You're so miss. attentive. <laughs> I'm like Al Gore. That's what he does. There was what do like you mean? I don't know. There was this documentary about Al Gore. I don't know why I brought him up. <laughs> He's really not in the zeitgeist right now. But. <laughs> it was just Earth Day. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. But there was this um, documentary. This someone made a documentary about Al Gore. Interesting. Yeah, and this was and a long texting? time ago. No, not texting. <laughs> but it was when he was, um, you know, trying to get the. Uh, the bid for like uh president that was mm-hmm. what was that like 12 years ago now oh my god more, anyway i think it was 20 more. years ago right? really oh my god okay was, so possibly two decades ago i think so yeah, yeah. and remember how yeah, everyone was yeah. like al gore is so stiff like that's why nobody was interested in him he had no uh-huh. personality uh-huh. but this documentary he's he, he had like this really kind of cute sweet personality uh-huh. and one of the parts that like humanized him quote unquote was when they interviewed his kids and they were like, oh, we hate watching movies with dad because if anyone, like, reaches for the popcorn or goes to get another drink of water or, like, goes to the bathroom, he pauses, Mm -hmm. he rewinds, and this is, like, on a VHS, like, Uh a few seconds before Uh and makes – so that no one misses a single second of the movie. That sounds considerate. Yeah, it does sound bit. considerate and sweet. Yeah. Um, but it was like afterwards people were like, that was the one thing that could have like humanized him to the American people. And it wasn't shared. It wasn't shared mm. because it was like, I guess the Democratic um, Party thought that it was like too out there or something. It wasn't even that out there, but you know, for politics. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of like that. I'm very like, don't want to miss anything. anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to think who the first presidential candidate to text was. Oh yeah, was Obama. Oh, I don't know when did texting happen. I don't think I was texting too much until like two thousand five. Hmm. I got to have a cell phone for spurts of time when I was thirteen. Cool. So that oh, was that young like to have a cell phone. And you were texting. I was not texting. Did you have a candy phone or a flip phone? It was a flip phone, and it's because I was traveling for basketball, so I would go out of town. I would be, like, in a different state, and so I would get to take a phone when I did that. Did you have the kind where you pulled the antenna antenna out? out? Uh (laughs) Yep. Wow. (laughs) And then my first actual phone that was, like, mine that I got to keep was one of those Nokias with, like, the snake. I remember when I got my first text message because I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like at a basketball game and my friend was coming and she was like running a few minutes late. So she, she did what's like you? normal now. Yeah. But then she like texted like, hey, tell coach I'm like 10 minutes away. You and I was like, like looking at my phone like, how how did this get here? <laughs> what is this? And then, of course, it was like at the time where it was like, that costs you 10 cents. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that it's taken for granted because I used to pretend to text on a calculator. Like, before we oh had my God. texting. Uh, uh-huh. I would fantasize about texting my friends or my crush. Like, just like <laughs> alone in my dad's office after school, like by myself. That's so cute. And but you could only write like boobs. I would pretend. Oh, you would just, I would like, be, like, in my head, not doing like, anything. Not, okay. I would just be, like... Is <laughs> yeah, it at least, like, a TI-83? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
if you watched me, you would have thought I was just like totally insane. <laughs> and now I don't think twice that I'm in like high intensity group chats. Were you using like shorthand when you were imaginary texting? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I would I would be like, we have a mission because it never even wait occurred. what. A well, mission. No, no. It, it never even occurred to me that you could just casually text with people. Yeah. Uh. Like, it was just like, okay, meet me at the locker, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's uh-huh. what we thought it was, like, walkie-talkie stuff. Like, I don't think right. we, we ever fantasized that you could, like, break up with someone over oh, text. Right, uh-huh. right, like, right. Like, that was never on, even in a, po- a possibility that you could fall in love over a text message or, like, mm-hmm. be casual over a text. Now you can. Now you can. You can do it all. You can do you it have all. have a whole ass relationship. Just over text, yeah. Just over text. It's I mean, then I guess people used to do that with, like, AIM and stuff. It's certain long yeah. distance relationships. Yeah. Internet relationships or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm in a really high intensity group chat. Really? Are either of you? I'm dipping in and out of a couple <laughs> of group chats. <laughs> group chats. <laughs> do you have a favored one? Or you kind of try to keep your distance. <laughs> yeah, I have one um, <laughs> that's called... Do you called... know everybody? <laughs> My favorite one is this one that's called Chink Tank. I guess that's really bad. Um... <laughs> I, I enjoyed the pun. <laughs> Um, that's my favorite one because it's, <laughs> how many people are in it? It's just, four. how did it start? It's it, four great, it started, gals. it, it started, no, it's, it's mixed gender. Oh, incredible. Um, <laughs> mixed gender ching tank, but it started because we were bitching about stuff. Is, uh-huh. Isn't that how it always starts? Like mm-hmm. we're bitching constantly about whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we just decided to like codify it who was the bold person that changed the group name <laughs> well first <laughs> well first it was changed to chinks ahoy um okay. <laughs> i don't know why like chips ahoy right? yeah i guess so i forget why that happened it was it was our friend tony um this really great writer tony tula tamudi um and then he also changed it to Ching mm-hmm. Tank. We upgraded at some point because we, we moved to Signal. Are any of you on Signal? No. No. What is that? Sounds so familiar. It's that fully encrypted messaging mm-hmm. system. Um, so people can't like yeah. screenshot your text and shit? Well, they can still <laughs> screenshot. So but as of, from the government. Yeah. As Ooh. of now, the FBI and CIA have not cracked uh, the encryption. Yeah. Um, of signal and it's like um who's that guy who's like super into all of that and is like the king of that it's recommended by blank blank i can't think of his first or last what's name he, what's, what's he do? What is he do? the the guy who's hiding from oh in, um, julian not julian Assange, the other one the other one yes what the fuck is his we're name? getting really close to this he's person. like kind of a handsome white person yes what is his name what isn't he in he's he's in russia he's hiding he's in russia. hiding in russia <laughs> <laughs> i'm so disappointed in myself i can't remember his name anyway it's the not it's not the it's, other one it's the not it's the julian assange white guy so he, he recommends that. um signal <laughs> what and a after, great ad. i love yeah, that and and after the election there were all these you know there were all those like articles about like how to basically like encrypt your shit and right. especially like for artists and mm. like artists of color like yeah. political artists like how to basically like hide your shit from the government while still critiquing the fuck out of the government and so signal emerged 
Um, I'm not hiding anything from the government. Just <laughs> trying to hide yeah. people. Try, trying to hide shit talk from, like, my bosses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I use Signal, and so that's really fun. Mm-hmm. Are you guys not afraid of your stuff coming to the... <sighs> I mean, I'm on Twitter, so they can find whatever they want. <laughs> I'm not hiding very well. I don't know what I'd have to hide. They'd have to... Kind of geek. If they are going to wade through all the... Yeah. Astrology and selfies. <laughs> you know what? Have at it. Yeah. You learned it. <laughs> I don't know what they'd want to be looking for. I guess if if you go on rants, right? Yeah. Like political rants or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but I do that on Twitter, so it's literally right. like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But do you ever get nervous about, like, if you're shit-talking someone? Who kind of has... Like a an, person? Like a, a person who mm-hmm. you have a work relationship with and, like, you kind of need to keep that work relationship tight. Oh, no. Do you ever worry? anything to <laughs> I love that about you. See, I'm afraid of that. Uh-huh. I'm timid. I hide. Um, I double cross. I think I hide. <laughs> For me, there's a self-destructive quality. Mm. Like, I may want to preserve the relationship, but I, like, will blurt out something mm. regardless. Mm. Like, if I feel it. Mm. I remember once I was making it, when I was pretty young, I was, like, 19 or 20, I was trying to make an album for the first time and I was really scared and I was working a with music album? a music album and I was working with some guy that I did not like but I had like taken out a loan and I had like made this huge thing to try to make Whoa. this album and uh, he was driving me crazy mm. and I blogged about it and I like mm. wrote about how much I couldn't stand him and I think I might have said oh my gosh. his name <laughs> did he find it? he absolutely found it <laughs> so funny there was a band working with us and someone found out and tried to warn me and was like hey you should take this down i think he found it Mm. and so i had this heads up and then i got the email from him like Mm. saying he had found it and i remember purposely i remember knowing what it was like i could just tell from the first tone of the first sentence what he was about to like yeah i was about to eat me out but uh, <laughs> what do I really mean? Like, bitch me out. Eat me, me alive. And I remember making the decision. I remember making this decision where I was like, I'm not going to read this email. And it was mm. like such a, it was such a, I kind of like look back on that memory fondly where I was like, I know what he's going to say. Yeah. And I'm just not going to read it because I think I might remember this for the rest of my life if I do. And did you never read it? I never read it. I just deleted it. And like Whoa. never, I mean, we engaged and fought and that's really strong all this stuff but i just was like you know what i know what he's i know he's mad so i'm just not going to read the email at all ever Mm -hmm. and like it was the first time (laughs) it was the first time that i was like you don't have to read if you know that you're in trouble or whatever (laughs) 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 and someone might be trying to say something just to like because they're mad yeah you might not have to read that email Mm -hmm. and then you can just have a face-to-face and then remember the terrible things they say to you in person for the rest of your life. That's very yeah. true. Rather than reading it, mm-hmm. you don't have to read it. Mm. So what happens in your group chats? In my... I'm not in that many. We right had now. a We had an insane one that was too much. Remember? Oh, the one that I started with yes. 30 people? Yeah. 30? <laughs> <laughs> This is what Brittany did. I've she never heard of that. She texted 
30 of us. That's insane. I'm crazy. I think to invite us all to her party. And then she was bounced. It? I think so. A I think party? you invited us all to I think your it was like a last. No, it wasn't. It was like a last minute thing. Mm-hmm. It was like a, I'm bored. I have like some alcohol. I'm just going to have some people over. And so I just like texted, texted 30, 30 people. I was like, hey, I'm doing oh this. Come gosh. over if you want to. <laughs> and then, you know, we all didn't, we all didn't know what to do. Yeah. A lot of extroverts were in the thread. And people, so I caused were, a stir. people were texting. Then we continued to text. Well, yeah, it started out because it was like a bunch of comedians. So it was like a lot of bits. Whoa. And not everyone knew each other. So then there was a lot of like introducing <laughs> themselves. Oh my God. Uh, there were a couple of times where people would be out and then they would just text that group like, hey, we're at Jay's bar. Like, come through. <laughs> and people also, would do that. Also, people would try to leave and couldn't. There was some <laughs> like there was some glitch where if you didn't leave like from your computer, I hexed it. And you then put you back in the, could put back in the yeah. Oh my god! And it was driving some people. And the then wall. some people started using it for like organizing because it was like pretty political organizing. Yeah. So like for rallies and marches and stuff, people would be like, "We're doing this," or like, "Call your senators" and stuff like that. But it's you've like destroyed people's lives with this. <laughs> I kicked someone out. Oh, yeah, oh my that's god! Right. Brittany kicked someone you out kicked for not for not liking Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, powerful. It was powerful. I was truly. I knew my power, and when that group chat was going, I was like, "I'm a powerful person." <laughs> it's a huge power move to start a thirty-person group <laughs> chat. <laughs> I never, have fun you know, for a while. I've never thought of it as a power move before because I do it when I get scared. I do it in real life. I do. I, I think I also do it online uh-huh. and in text. But if I have to hang out one on one with someone and you I'm get scared and nervous, I'll just invite someone else or invite like three people. Who are you hang out with that makes you scared? Okay, well, for instance, <laughs> <laughs> here's something that happened one time: was someone contacted me on Twitter who was like, I was. Very, I admired her very, very much, mm-hmm. and I was terrified that she was speaking directly to me, and only to me. Mm. I found it like really overwhelming. So you and looped someone. So in. I looped, you added. I added. I, another I made person. another one, and then they both stopped talking to me. And I was like, okay, I don't know why I did this. And, and they started talking to each other. That, no, no, they both stopped talking. Whoa. What? Because <laughs> so like... I didn't ask. I didn't ask. I just put a. Pretty oh. much famous person in another group chat with oh in a gr- oh me oh my another God. person and then a very famous television star oh my God and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I sort That's of had really complicated well yeah because I didn't know what to do you triangulated I triangulated <laughs> well but no I think triangulation is when you're trying to make someone jealous right isn't triangulation when you're trying to like Get someone's I feel attention like triangulation by to else. is when you like. I always thought of it as when you can't handle the one to one, like when you change a one to one interaction and add a third person to so take that the heat off. Yeah, like it's kind of. <laughs> is that what triads are about? In relationships, mm-hmm. but I want you to finish your no. thought. <laughs> okay, because I'm no, curious but, about that. I thought because I'm like, do I do? No, this? my I thought is not out. very strong. I mean, I'm thinking. In terms of like racial triangula- triangulation, oh, so like Asians, blacks, whites, like that's a classic triangle. Uh-huh. Like uh, putting 
Asians on like a model minority pedestal while mm-hmm. using Asians to treat black people like they're lesser. Uh-huh. And but at the but but then also like it's just like each group has a different relationship to each, each other group. group and no two people's relationship is parallel to any other two people's relationship in this triangle. This is like my mm-hmm conception of a triangulation uh what about when that gets placed on a so in in your friend group you were the asian (laughs) was i i don't even know what race you are (laughs) how do we map racism to romantic i don't know if it was romantic romantic high emotional stakes situations But also, like, a three-person formation is is really specific and different from a group formation, in my I opinion. I agree. Mm-hmm. Because... It can never be even, you're saying? You think? Mm. There's just... A three-person formation is, like... I don't know. Like, sometimes it's useful because, like, I don't mind talking one-on-one with people. But sometimes, like, you can't... Like, you can't, like... You can't, like, be lazy for even a second mm. when you're, like, one-on-one with someone. Mm-hmm. But in, like, a three-person formation, you can, like, drop out for a bit uh-huh. and come back in. Which I know you can also do in groups, but, like, at a certain point when it's more than three people, the kinds of conversations you can have, like, change. Like, you can't have as intimate of a conversation after yeah. a certain number of people are involved. Mm-hmm. Unless you're all doing drugs or something uh, I don't know. I thought you were going to be like at a lecture. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and you can get lost in the group. Like you can take yeah. time off, but then like you and might like, not what? be able what to happened? work your way back yeah. in. Yeah. And with groups you all I don't know, like archetypes form after like I feel like mm. in a three-person formation you don't get tethered to an archetype as deeply. Yeah. As in bigger groups. Mm-hmm. Don't you guys really? think it's true? Let me think about that for a second. I think so. Well, I think the three thing becomes the archetype. Yeah. We are all three here together. Yeah. Whereas in groups, then all the hierarchies start to form or whatever. Is that yeah. what you mean? Well, because I think when you lose intimacy is when you fall into an archetype. Right. Really? And play yeah. like a role. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about... That's so interesting. I don't know if I believe that. Because what if you find identity within the archetype? That you hadn't before. Mm. I don't know. It also seems like, sorry, this is not at all related to your question. Um, I We're clearly... very straightforward. <laughs> well, I just did that three-person formation thing where I blanked for a second and stopped paying attention. Because <laughs> I knew one of you would take up the slot. And then I re-entered with my own thought that had nothing to do with anything you said because I wasn't it? listening. That's... I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, um, I also find that four-person groups are the easiest to form archetypes. And to, like, uh, I mean, it's, like, the sex in the city thing. I don't know. It's, uh, like, uh-huh. a four-person or, like, yeah. I don't know. That seems to be, I don't know there's why. a weird stability. It's, like, the there's teenage, like weird... yeah, it's, like, the teenage mutant ninja turtles thing. Do you have an archetype <laughs> within your group chats? I do, yeah. What What are your archetypes? My, my... <laughs> <laughs> This requires a lot of self-awareness, too. I know. I don't know if I would be able to do that. I'm like, I'm like, um, the selfish mom. (laughs) (laughs) How does that make sense? (laughs) Because 
I take care of people, but I'm also insanely selfish. Oh. So I'm unreliable, but when I oh, am, <laughs> but when I do choose selfish to be with there, your time, selfish with your it's love. insanely selfish. Um, but when I decide to be there, I'm like incredibly nurturing, uh-huh. <laughs> and I like and I like I like plan things. Oh, like okay. I I I I make sure like, you know, I don't know, I like print out the directions. Like I'm the person who uh-huh. does all of this stuff. Make sure like uh-huh. the person who's drinking a lot like is getting like water. food and water. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When do you think that started presenting itself in your life? At like what age? Did you start falling into that? I think at an early age because I was always the oldest of of all groups that I was in. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Because That's my so interesting. yeah, because like in my like community, um, I was always the oldest um, of all of like my family friends, and for whatever reason, um, I only make friends with people who act like younger siblings, mm. even if they're even if they are actually the older sibling in their own family. Yeah. I tend to be like the older sister, mm-hmm. but now it because of aging, I guess I'm mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. What about what are your roles in your groups? Oh man. Well, I think we've often talked about being the oldest mm-hmm. in our families. You're both the oldest. Yeah. In mm-hmm. your own families. Um, which I don't know if I don't always feel that way in my friend groups, mm. but with the family, but. To be the oldest sibling in a family is like nothing can bother you. Mm, like you are right. a brick wall. Right. Like there's nothing your siblings can do to ever pester you. And you both have more than one sibling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Several. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the oldest of seven. Damn. Yeah. So there has to be some element of like being able to completely shut out right. the noise. Right. Of do yeah. you, I mean, I think the archetype people often see me as is like the like curmudgeonly, like standoffish sort of stoic person. Really, mm-hmm. I have never seen you that way. Because it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it is, in fact, other people's uh, projection, projections, and ineptitudes and insecurities. <laughs> I remember what I projected on Brittany when I met her. How did how do y'all meet? Have I said that? In a coven. No, I don't think you have. In a coven? Yeah. And we were in a witch's coven oh, witch's circa coven. 2015. <laughs> just before it was the very, peak. Just yeah, before the peak. That was, yeah, yeah, we, we I mean, started I'd like it. to say we started it. <laughs> we definitely did. I think we actually really did. <laughs> we really did. What would you do as part of the coven? We would all get together and wear black, and we would sit in a room. How many were there of us? Twelve? More than that. <laughs> there were like 15. Yeah ladies we did like burning rituals <laughs> oh we my god we would talk about shit we wanted to let go we'd write them down and then we'd burn them. intention a lot of intention wow. setting who's and then we would it? like hang out gabby Our dunn gabby dunn and so what did you think of britney when you first met britney i saw britney sitting on the couch and she was had a little smile on and i thought she was very attractive and i was like and i remember I remember I projected that maybe she, how can I put this, was nervous or something. I project mm. I projected that maybe she didn't feel comfortable. Mm. I remember that, mm-hmm. and that uh, I don't think I spoke to you that first. I don't think I, I think you did. You did because that was the first, not the first time. 
Because the second time is when we went in the separate both, room. Yeah, we both were. It was like sick of it was like a a <laughs> big one, and there was like two rooms, and it was like sort of everyone was like socializing in one room, and I yeah. was like, no, don't feel like and it. And just like walked in another room, and we both drifted into the introvert room. That's so cute. Yeah, and then I think I made like a really dirty joke, <laughs> and then we started talking. Mm-hmm. The connection uh, was sealed. And but I remember my initial feeling was that. I remember feeling uh, um, this person is sensitive. Mm. That was my projection. Not like not like um, sensitive, like can't handle stuff, but mm-hmm. has, this person is like is an empath. Is an empath. Mm. This person's empathic. Yeah, and um, uh. I think of the word because it wasn't quite passive it's not like passive but it was yeah. like uh what is the word when you're yeah i guess it's just empathic like, like you're taking absorbing yeah like yeah Brittany it must be must be absorbing it's like and then later i was like oh that was magnetism that was mm. feeling like someone was magnetic mm. but yeah. i didn't realize that at the time that's a really and then i found out Later, the truth. The truth. The truth. Oh, wait, what is the truth? Yeah, I want to know what. Oh no, no, just uh, you're really confident. Because I was projecting like I was projecting like, well, here I am. I'm just Brittany, and I don't know. Like I I, I, I was projecting a bit of a babe in the woods. I had yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you hadn't said a word, Mm -hmm. so I was just like, well, there's a little babe in the woods. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's certainly not. What was your you projection when you first met? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> this person isn't annoying me. <laughs> I will continue to speak to this person. <laughs> I mean, it was positive. It was like, oh, interesting. It so was like surprising. Is the coven still around? No. No, everybody started broke dating up each lesbian other. drama. Destroyed lesbian it. Drama. <laughs> I don't remember the specifics of why yeah but See, any, i do but i won't air it you out, won't on air the it out on the podcast. anything bigger any group bigger than six will die <laughs> in my that. opinion so mm-hmm. this high intensity chat that I'm in, there's a high intensity basketball chat that i'm in mm. that was just about basketball originally mm. that's been cha- growing and changing over the last two years mm. people have been added to it and um i it's such a constant. Like, if I leave my phone alone, I come back and I'll have like 200 Whoa. messages. Do you this. always look through all of them? Sometimes or I do. Do you skip? Wow. Is it interesting? It usually is. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a sense of, I'm getting nervous because there's a sense of like, I think like a week or, I hope none of them listen to this podcast. <laughs> there's seven in the, there's seven in the group. Including, yeah. Including me. And, somebody a week ago so we'd all been like chit-chatting for a while and then yeah. someone said i love basketball like someone, i love i love basketball. basketball isn't that a given <laughs> <laughs> that's what you'd think but then someone else is like i also love basketball and i think this chat rules <laughs> and i felt as though it was suddenly being taken to the next level wait what's the next I level i don't get it commitment Oh my Everyone god. <laughs> you could have been very your casual. Loyalty. It would have been very casual. 
in my opinion, be very casual. But then people are like, hey, guys, I just want you to know I love basketball. And I love this chat. And oh everyone was like, gosh. I also love this chat. Oh, that's cute. It was cute, but I also felt very tricky. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm, where is this going? I like, I, I was immediately like, oh, oh, this is getting serious. This is getting serious. <laughs> and it made me, because, oh, I should add, a lot of us haven't met in real life. Oh, wow. It's all like... How are you being added to chats with people you haven't met? So two, so it started three people. Me, these two other guys that I was in a comedy show with, and we mm-hmm. all somehow figured out that we were into basketball. Started the chat. Okay. We text every couple months. It was very low energy. Then we added. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, I said, hey, there's two people I know that like from Twitter that like basketball. Can I add them? Because mm. they would tweet about basketball. And I was like, oh, they'd be so funny. Let me, maybe they'll be in the mm-hmm. chat. And I had met one of them. I had not met the other one. Mm. But we had been, we had chatted. Twitter friends. Twitter friends. And we had, yeah. like, DM'd. Uh, so I added them. Then it got a little more busy. It was fun. And then someone else said, can I add these other two people? And mm. I really liked these other two. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't friends with them, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. we followed each other, but we had certainly never met. Yeah. And one of them uh, is a girl that I really like because she lives in Chicago and she's gay and yeah. she really likes astrology and she really likes basketball uh-huh. and I think she's so great yeah. and I <laughs> was so excited and so now they've been added to the chat and now the chat is like rocking and rolling like wow. a lot was it and one I of the original wonder... people that said I love basketball I don't remember I have to go back and look Okay. I don't think it was All right. so cute it is but I am growing I have anxiety. I have anxiety in the chat. Did you also express your love for basketball? I don't remember. I blacked out. Oh, my God. Uh, I I can't remember. So now I feel stressed out. Because you don't, um, you want to have the ability to be more free? Uh, I'm worried I'll ruin everything that I love. Mm. I'm worried that I'll say or do something. Stakes are high. The stakes are high. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> yes, you're right. That's what I think. The stakes aren't high. The stakes aren't high. I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> oh boy. So how have what you else? liked LA this trip? Um I don't know. I mean, New York has been such wretched weather for the last, mm-hmm. like, that's where you live. I guess, five months. Mm-hmm. I'm really liking the vitamin D. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really like LA, but I like the, um, I like the ugly parts. I like the faded glamour. What are the ugly parts? I don't know. Everything is, like, faded and crumbling that's to true. my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you mean when you drive down the freeway and stuff? Yeah, and, like, driving through neighborhoods whose names I've already forgotten, Mm -hmm. like, and there's this really ugly, bright sunlight. You know, like, how there's, like, um, (laughs) you know how, like, like, you're supposed to take photos during whatever magic hour? Mm -hmm. Yeah, where, you know, things are complex and there's, like, a full range of shadows and colors and blah, blah, blah. But, like, most of the day here, at least the last four days, it's just glaring bright sunlight so mm-hmm. everything looks um flat 
Yeah, flat, tacky. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that. <laughs> Sunlight LA is right so now. tacky. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love it. And it's like because I'm walking, which is, I guess, you know, something weird most people don't do here. Mm-hmm. I'm like walking around. I think like LA looks really nice when you're driving and looking out the window. Mm-hmm. But when you're slowly ambling along, like, uh-huh. it just looks like you're in, I don't know, like, trying to get past that strip of strip mall. Like, it, uh-huh. it's really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. Is this unpretentious? <sighs> Is this what? Because it's unpretentious? Because it's just so different from, mm-hmm. like the image that like is familiar Mm -hmm. that like because I'm not I'm just like I'm I'm not saying this to be like self-loathing but I'm like I'm not beautiful like I'm not I don't like beautiful quote-unquote things like that's Mm -hmm. so boring to me it's so tasteless It, it just it just like flatten like beauty just flattens my imagination and I find literal I get nothing out of it if that makes sense um and like so much of like the myth of LA is like attached to beauty for people who are like outsiders and like don't actually know what like all like you know like they're thinking of one really specific part of LA and one Mm -hmm. really specific type of person Mm -hmm. and like I guess because I'm not really in the entertainment industry and I don't hang out with people who eat insanely healthfully and like I like I just I don't know those people and like I don't know how I would meet them or like connect with them like I like coming here because I actually never meet those people or see them but I also have this ability to not notice things I'm not interested in (laughs) so when like a gorgeous person walks past me it's just air yeah (laughs) I don't feel smell taste hear see anything Jenny how have you been talking to me this whole time (laughs) you're the good kind of beautiful you're the interesting kind of beautiful I mean beautiful quote unquote yeah I'm just kidding no she's not you are the exception that proves the rule Uh, wow love it I don't know, but, like, I don't really know what L.A. is like. What is L.A. like to you? That's accurate. To not really get it is a part of its charm. It feels like it's another country. Mm, I think it is. And it feels like, it just feels like we're standing on on Mexico. Like, on what should be and is rightfully Mexico. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I like that. It's just that it, it feels... I like the, I don't know, there's like a feeling, like a, I feel like I'm in, I feel like I'm in like a novel written in 1915 when I'm walking around here. No, but you're tapped into, (laughs) no, you know what that is. (laughs) You sense it. I I just like it. Is that LA too? Uh, LA too can be accessed through what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That feeling of like, I think I'm just kind of going to let the wind blow me along today yeah. and see what yeah. happens. And it's yeah. like, that's the like haunted. It is there's haunted. A, mm-hmm. there's yes. a, well, there's a desperation in LA to for you to leave your body behind. Mm. Like there's a desire for you to devote yourself, your full spirit mm. to this, whatever yeah. it is. It's either like haunted Mexican yeah. culture or it's haunted like Native American 
culture. Right, totally, Something totally. is here, and it's dying for you to abandon your body. And totally. it's, like, it's a very, like, intense it, thing. It, it seems you, like, yeah. Yeah, it seems like a great place to also, like, lose your mind. It is, too, yes. Well, I think the Yeah, it's really, uh, it's easy to do that and very alluring. It's like, it's, it's like, intoxicating. It's intoxicating. Yeah. And if you're not careful, you do. Uh, but it takes a long time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, LA2 is a callback to an earlier podcast where Ariana LA2. found herself in LA2. 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 Okay, what's LA2? LA2 is accessed. <laughs> Is the, it T O O or the number both. two? Yes, both. Okay. <laughs> is it also T O? L A both. Could be yes. The holy trinity of two. The holy trinity of two. Okay. Yes. Two two two. Okay. Yes yes okay. yes. <laughs> yes. <This> is, okay. <laughs> it's the opposite it's of six six six. Exactly. <laughs> I just realized that 222 would be BBB, which would be Big Baller Brand. Wait, what? No! Big Baller Brand is LeVar Ball. left me in the dust. I'll help you out. LeVar Ball and what's his son's name? I fucking forgot his son's name. What's his son's name? Angelo. LeVar Ball. They're all these, it's like a Lakers dynasty family. Okay. But like a very mediocre dynasty. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. These people that play basketball in the Lakers, like, okay. I don't know if the dad did or not. I don't know. No, he's horrible at basketball. So his son plays for the Lakers, but he has this idea that he has this brand called Big Baller Brand. Okay. Big baller it's brand. very it's very tied into the Lakers, who are the Los Angeles basketball team. So I just realized that BBB could also be two two two, could be LA two. Anyway, okay, okay. So LA two. Anyway, LA two is accessed. Usually, you're with somebody that you like. Okay. Um, and you the relationship may not totally be clear. So there's like okay. a bit of like you're figuring out your relationship with this person but you like each other but you don't Mm -hmm. know what's going on Mm -hmm. so there's that element first of all where you're Mm -hmm. not so sure what's going on okay and then you're are we talking romantically could be you don't know could be anything you're lost yeah you're like that's the point of entry to la2 is having this possibility with Mm -hmm. somebody else but you're like totally unclear of how Mm -hmm. what it could be because either you like just met them and you're Mm -hmm. like you're you've fallen into the situation where now you're like trying to get to know them but you're not on a date yeah. But there's, like, a vagueness. Okay. And then you're, like, and then you have to be sort of leaving somewhere, like, leaving a party. Okay. Or, oh, my gosh, we just ran into each other randomly. Like, some, <laughs> there's some kind of, like, thing. Okay. And then um, you see a gate open, like, mm. a literal gate. Okay. And then you go through that gate, and you go into LA2. And it can you be. You literally go you through. You literally go through a gate. <laughs> and you go into LA2. Because LA one is full of LA one to LA two. Yes, yes. <laughs> there are a lot of literal gates. There are a lot of literal gates. And there are a lot of LA twos. There are a lot of LA twos, and so the gate will open wherever that is. When it happened to me the wow. first time, it was over in Los Feliz, over there. 
I've never seen the gate open again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then there's another place uh, up by, <clears throat> like, above La Mille, that area over there, where another gate opened. And you'll just see the gate open, and then you have to go through with this Getting person. chills. This is true. <laughs> it's true. It's, I'm not making it up. Spooky. It is spooky. Also... It is spooky. It's a spooky-ass town. It's a spooky town. If you tap into the energy, like, weird shit is going to happen to you. It feels, yeah. Um, I'm getting, like, weird images from, like, uh, David Lynch films right now yes. in my head. It's like that. Um, Although that's really cool. He's kind of silly. He is silly in some ways. <laughs> There's, like, one place that I go where I can, if I ever want to see a person, if I go to this place, it will happen. You, you, you'll see them. What? There wow. Are, it's very strange. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me compare it to New York. Because like, I feel like I've had a lot of romantic experiences in New York as well. You know Roosevelt Island? Yes. Have you been there before? Have you taken the little tram over there? I think I've been there. I don't really remember. I've been on... No. Maybe I have. Well, there's Is, this yeah. tram you have to take to get there. Right. Do you recall that? Like, you have to go no, to the city I, in this tram. Maybe I didn't well, ever go there. I went to some other little island. Randall's Island. I'm into Randall's, Randall's island. island. Okay. Never mind. I would take a pal and go to Roosevelt Island. Mm. That reminds me of LA, too. Roosevelt Island. Do you know Roosevelt mm. Island? I've never been. Roosevelt Island has an abandoned insane, insane asylum, I think. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it was a lepers? Oh, yeah. Colony? It's something where people were... Exiled? Or? Exiled. Okay. Roosevelt Island, and now it's abandoned. And you can wander through the overgrown building wow. on Roosevelt Island, and you take a beautiful tram over the city spooky. to get there, and it's really spooky. Can you get to back to LA too? Can yes. you <laughs> can you get to LA too? We can try in to the go. daytime. You or can. Only oh at yeah, night? you can get there mm-hmm. in the daytime. Yes. Okay. We can try to go there. I don't know if I want to <laughs> go there. <laughs> <laughs> we could try. Nothing, nothing bad happens. Yeah. Like you just, just go like, there. Wait, you're like, where, where am, am I? I? Yeah. There's then, just it's just like it's just like why is this here? Why is this happening? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the wait, where am I thing is very, I feel like in New York that happens, but through a curtain. Ooh, like you I love that. go to it's the like back inside. of a restaurant totally and you're agree. like, you know, you're I having totally like agree. a group dinner. You like connect with someone in that group table mm-hmm. and you're like not sure what's going on. And they're like, hey, should we like go, I don't know, do something. Mm-hmm. And they lead you and suddenly you go behind a curtain <laughs> and it's. New York, New York too. too. <laughs> I think that's super similar. I've noticed in New York too, you go into people's apartments. Yeah. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Like that feels that way. Where it's like, how could this be here? Yeah, because you don't usually get invited to apartments in New York because mm-hmm. they're kind of small and messed yeah. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you go to one and it's like big in any way, yeah, it's like crazy, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Cool. I learned a lot. Is that the goal? <laughs> You're dismissed. <laughs> What's going to happen to Jenny now? How long do you have left in LA? I'm leaving tomorrow. That's not very much time. Yeah. Do you have big plans for tonight? No. I want to um, eat something. Mm-hmm. That's my only plan. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to um, uh, I'm gonna eat something. <laughs> 
and I'm going to actually I think that's all I'm going to do okay what should I do hmm what's today Monday it's Monday oh, Monday Monday uh Cat Pilardi is doing a little show at the Lyric which will probably be funny and free that's late though that's at 10 mm. what time is your flight my flight is in the afternoon so not too bad okay but should we do our sponsors first Oh my god, you sponsors? This? Sponsored by New York 2 and LA 2. <laughs> Sponsored by... Dinosaur and Vita. Dinosaur and Vita. Our local coffee shops. Mm-hmm. I wish they really would sponsor us. Sponsored by Junie's book. How can I find your book? Yes, what's the name just, of the book? Um, just look for it. It's it's all around you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Sour Heart. You can find it anywhere. Um, every Every single... Bookstore. Everywhere you got books. Where, where the books are. It's just one. So many I awards. I should have told Jenny about the haunted bookstores. Oh, yeah. Are there I'll haunted bookstores? Oh my god. Here? We'll tell you. That's um, cool. Where can they, do you want anyone to follow you anywhere? The thing is, is I, um, I wouldn't. Great. <laughs> Don't do it. And I also. I would not I, follow myself. I wouldn't follow myself. <laughs> And I deactivated everything except for Instagram. I'm still on Instagram, though. I'm Jenny Bagel. Jenny oh, Bagel on Instagram. I know. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Instagram. Wait, I just said I have Instagram. I'm a liar. Um, I don't have Facebook. We wouldn't send anyone to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, instead of donating to us, buy Judy's book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at BS Larius. I'm at Ardbrisk. Oh, also my show went really well. Thank you to anyone that came. Oh yeah, we will recap that on the okay, we'll next podcast. Okay. It went great. It was amazing. Oh! <laughs> I wish I'd been there. <laughs> I'm flattered. Um, SoundCloud, iTunes, that's it, I think. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Uh, later.